Welcome to Life Skills 101, Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. From special needs to parent classes, True North builds a community through digital format in an age of loneliness and desolation. Our host, Lisa Nearing, is a homeschooler with five kids who was homeschooled with her husband, Dr. David Nearing, for 27 years. They are committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools they need to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, without further ado, Lisa Nearing. Hey everybody, it's Lisa from True North Homeschool Academy, and I'm here for another episode of Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. And I'm joined today by my husband, Dr. David Nearing, and we are talking about the meaning of Thanksgiving. Check out the latest episode, which is on the meaning of Thanksgiving. And today we're going to talk about not necessarily the meaning of Thanksgiving and how it became a holiday, but why it became a national holiday and how that all occurred. So thanks for joining me again, David. You're welcome. And, you know, I don't don't come to this as a professional historian, uh, and I'm not talking in my my professional capacity in which I work. I'm talking just as a citizen Mm -hmm. in what are demonstrable facts, what are realities of the the history of America. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I would recommend you know, curriculums like the 1620, not 1619, mm-hmm. but the 1620 uh, 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 curriculum by, by uh, Meyer Slovacek, and I'm sure I butchered his name again, um, but uh, that's, a, that's a new curriculum that actually outlines this in detail of the, the godly basis for America. And then, of course, there's, you know, there's Barton's Wall Builders as well. And also check out um, Adam Prusan's politics, philosophy, and economics class that he runs every year as an honors class. It's a small group class that really goes into the Federalist Papers, reads Senate briefs, and really gets into why America was founded, how it was founded, and all those kind of things. It's a phenomenal class that will change your kid's life and, and, and honestly, perspective and understanding of America. Um, I'll, list all, I'll list all those resources in the show notes, so check those out. Maybe you can, you can even get Adam and I on the same show at the same time. I don't know. What do you think, ladies? Yeah, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that could go. I, that would be really fun, though, to get Adam and you guys on together. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. So today we're going to talk about um, why it became a national holiday instead of just a one-time celebration. They made it through a winter. Okay, rah, rah. They made it through another other winter. They had a big party together. But why did it become a national holiday? Well, you know, Lincoln is is making it a national holiday, and and if you think about this, you know, the the Lincoln is going through a process. He's 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 going through a war. He goes through the Civil War, and he goes in as a politician, and this is a process that really is brutal for him. I mean, it's an arduous process. He's basically his. His, his very heart is pounded into a new shape, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's refined by all of this. He had so and, much personal loss along with the loss of so much of the country under his under his leadership. Oh, for sure. I mean, you, you could almost call him, you know, Lincoln's time in office, the grieving presidency. Right, okay? right. I mean, it's, 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 it's just so much grief and, you know, during his years there. And, and so... You know, during this this national cataclysm, you know he's you know he's certainly the person for the times. But you'll notice on the north wall of the the, the Lincoln Memorial, there is the Gettysburg Address, and in that 
Um, I think when I was there, if memory serves, I want to say that he either uh, mentions God either explicitly or implicitly seven times. I, I believe that's yeah. what I counted there. And he's being very, very clear that the Civil War is a consequence of violating the American public's covenant with God. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> they, the American government, you know, the, the, the founders were trying to create this, this country that where individuals are under God's rule and where, where individuals um, basically seek that out. But that that makes, you know, they claim to be the people of God. They were called at one. I think Lincoln himself said they are the almost people of God, the mm-hmm. almost chosen people. Well, you don't claim that lightly. OK, and, and indeed, the the founders of this country did not. They took it very seriously. And one of the first things they were trying to do is to get rid of slavery, that the first steps were taken with Washington. OK, so the the you know, that was the goal. But, you know, you know, somewhere along the way to the political market, you know, this all got sidetracked with the Missouri Compromise and things like that. And then things got nasty. OK. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the expectation was that slavery was just going to fade away and it was on its way out. Okay. Mm-hmm. But things like the Missouri Compromise stopped that process. Okay. And so now things get ugly because you had all these people that are saying, oh, well, it's going to wither away on its own, while at the same time, their very states are ensuring that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Lincoln understood that, hey, no, 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 that's a violation of the deal. Okay. Not okay. So Lincoln is, is, is proclaiming, you know, the importance of Thanksgiving, hearkening back the nation, okay, let's be clear altogether that we don't forget what this deal was all about, okay? This deal is being thankful to God for what he's done in this country, being grateful to him for this, and don't ever forget it, mm-hmm. Okay. And and so and Congress agreed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you know, can a person find a lot of political motivations for doing that? Duh. Okay. As as a as an Israeli analyst, Elliot Chodoff says, things rarely happen for just one reason. There's a mm-hmm. number of different reasons for things that occur, you know, all the time. Right. But but I think that you know the central focus in 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 the proclamation, Thanksgiving uh, proclamation, is. Okay, all of us who are Americans, we're all going to agree that we're thankful to God, you know, however we understand him for how this nation came about and the fact that we are beholden to him for our very liberty, our existence, and the fact that we are lawful as a nation. And we're not going to play this, you know, just special rules for special people ever again. You know, that's what the Civil War is all about. Ixnay, that's over. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then they uh, proceed and and they really try to work that out. And of course, through the whole um, problem with the segregation and 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 et cetera, et cetera, that still continues to be a problem thereafter. But they finally get this uh, pounded out in the latter part of the 20th century. But that's all predicated on the idea that we are one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That's the deal where liberty and justice is predicated on natural law and understand of God's principles built in the nature of what it means to be human. Mm -hmm. And so on the day of Thanksgiving, 
What that is a day of is we are grateful to God for what he has done, okay, for great things he has done, okay, for what he has done initially in America with it is settlement, its founding, its moving forward, and the dogged pursuit of what is authentically just and authentically good through up until, you know, the 20th century. That's what Thanksgiving is. And again, in the middle part of the 20th century, everybody knew that. That was just mm-hmm. given. I mean, when you and I went to school as kids, uh, Lisa, what did we do around Thanksgiving time? You know, told the story of the pilgrims and, and the Indians, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it was very clear that was shortly after the time when they would talk about, you know, you know, prayer in school. And they would, you know, talk about what God has done. And, and so Thanksgiving is that day in which Americans thank God the exceptional things he's done in their lives and in their nation. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it comes from a place of understanding God is a present force in the world and we're grateful to him for the good things he's done and the exceptionalness of America as a nation. And all of that flows naturally. That's, that's what Thanksgiving is. That's mm-hmm. what that day is all about. The right. reason we gather together as families is to recognize that God has given us those families that can gather together in a group and celebrate all of that without the Gestapo pounding on the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why we gather together on Thanksgiving as families. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? So, so what are some good ways that families can gather together this year? Well, I think, I think the traditional Thanksgiving feast is is a good thing. You know, what I would recommend that that people do is remember some of these things from that first Thanksgiving. But first, before you do that, you know, there's a lot of these Thanksgiving dinners are, are fraught with conflict and anxiety and conflicting perspectives. And, and I think the problem is that people aren't really giving each other informed consent. Mm. Okay? I think if you're going to do something together with other people, you have to actually negotiate expectations. And so a very easy way to do that is not to get into some sort of negotiating thing on the phone, though in some instances you might need to, but start by, I recommend this year giving Thanksgiving invitations. And on your Thanksgiving invitation, state specifically what this celebration is and why your home is celebrating it. Hmm. And so, and then ask for an RSVP. <laughs> and so what this ends up doing is it becomes a de facto consent, okay, for people coming in to know they are coming to celebrate with you those things that are important in your home, namely God's sovereignty, God's grace, God's blessings, the good things in one another, and that everybody knows that coming in. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the first thing, is that let everybody know that that's what you're going to be celebrating, and that's important in your home. And that way, those who decide to come, they're coming to do that with you. And those who say, yeah, I don't want to, then bless them. Bless them. Give them a, you know, hey, have a great day that day, and I hope that you celebrate what's most important to you in the way you think that's most important, and have a nice day. And and so that way it allows people to really come to consensus about what is most sacred in their families. Okay. Uh, the second thing I would recommend is you might want to actually read the Mayflower Compact. Okay. Read 
what that Mayflower Compact is. Um, for younger children, you, you might find a, a, a story of Squanto out there, and they're out there. You can get them on the internet, and you can just tell the story of, of uh, Squanto and Somerset. And, and what, you know, there are, there are actually good movies there about Squanto going to Europe and coming back and just how God just, you know, provided for that situation in such, you know, miraculously providential ways. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and just kind of talk about that, you know, talk about the idea that you can't just take it for granted that we can have a country where we can do what's just and have a say and speak honestly with truth and hold people accountable for deceit. Okay. That is, that is the nature of this country. That is our birthright. And that's what we should all be following up with is to participate and to, to be clear that when, when something is deceitful, it's deceitful. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how do you discern, turn that? So we can talk about that, but I wouldn't get too much into the weeds and that and get into modern politics. I would just say, Hey, we have that as our birthright and we can celebrate that today. I would just add, you know, as you're gathering as a family of faith, just pray for revival in this country, a spiritual revival where people really recognize that the good things in their life are from God, that it's not a given. Every good and perfect gift comes from above um, the God and father of good things. I think I think that is also a great thing. What I would recommend is, is before we pray for revival. Um, I think the first, you know, revival typically follows repentance. Okay. And so repentance is a recognition that there is sin, a violation of, of God's teachings and principles. And, and I think self-examination and then conversations about, hey, are we serious this day about truly being grateful to God? Mm-hmm. Are we serious today about looking at how we live and are being God honoring in, in, in how we live our lives? You know, how important is that to us? And, and having those kind of conversations, uh, we're worrying less about others and folks looking at ourselves. And if repentance is in order and it commonly is in order, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> then prayers of repentance, then followed by prayers for revival. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So thank you for joining us. This is a two part series on the meaning of Thanksgiving, how it became a national holiday and how you might want to think about celebrating it this year in your home. Well, can I add one more thing? Sure thing. And and if you're in the North Midwest, particularly in like South Dakota, feel free to substitute venison for turkey because they probably had venison and fish for <laughs> turkey. Okay? And you probably so have venison available. <laughs> for, for the hunters out there and the hunting families, hey, fish and venison, probably as authentic, if more so, than, than turkey. So right. you know, yeah. any of those are fine. Yep. Okay, thanks for joining me once again um, on the meaning of Thanksgiving, how it got started, how it became a national holiday, and how you all might want to celebrate it in your home this Thanksgiving. And we wish you guys all a happy Thanksgiving um, and are grateful for you. This is Lisa from True North Homeschool Academy and David, my husband. We're so honored that you're listening and that you share this podcast, Life Skills 101, with your friends and family. Every time you share the show and post about it, it really makes our day. Make sure you subscribe and download this podcast so that you never miss an episode. You can subscribe so that you get alerted to each and every show. Leave a review for this podcast, Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. We're so honored that you're listening. Until next time, this is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy. We'll talk to you soon.